Welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, Bedtime Stories. Tonight, we continue into part two of the 1996 classic Super Mario 64. Having beaten Bowser for the first time, Mario continues forward into the castle basement to continue his journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the video game story as you fall into a restful sleep. Enjoy. Exiting the large star door from which he defeated the evil Bowser for the first time, Mario entered back into the main hall of the castle. He felt upset, having let Bowser get away. Looking down at the golden key in his hand, Mario knew he had to keep going. As he began to walk down the main hall stairs towards the basement, Mario realized that a great light shined down from the ceiling, illuminating the center of the room as if it was intentional. Mario took one last step from the stairs and walked into the beam of light shining from above. Stepping into that light, Mario looked up. His vision blurred, and he began to feel light on his feet. Wind began to rush underneath him as Mario panicked in confusion. He realized he was not in the main hall of the castle anymore. He was falling falling from the sky in a place he had not been in before. Yelling out, Mario flailed his arms in his attempt to stop himself from falling. His hand grazed something coming out of his hat. Feeling it around, Mario realized that small wings protruded from it. Calming himself as he continued to fall, Mario put his hands to his sides and began to try to fly. From falling to soaring, Mario flew through the air. The clouds brushed against his face as the plumber gracefully flew through the sky. Looking down below, Mario saw a large red button laying solely on a small platform. He flew down and landed by the button. The wings on his red hat slowly faded away, leaving him stuck on the sole platform in the sky. Mario examined the button and decided to jump on top of it, pressing it down. A floating red box in the air manifested next to Mario. He walked over to it and jumping underneath it, smashed it open to reveal another of his red hats with wings. Dropping his old red hat, Mario donned the new flying cap, jumped into the sky continued to fly through the clouds. His fear of falling now gone, Mario's wings soon faded away again, and he fell into the vastness below. Opening his eyes, Mario found himself standing in the middle of the main hall of the castle yet again. He wondered if what just happened with the winged hat truly occurred. Collecting himself, Mario went to the right side of the main hall and through an open door which led him to the basement door below. A giant keyhole displayed prominently on the double locked doors. Putting the golden key Bowser accidentally dropped during his escape from Mario 
into the keyhole. The red-hatted hero twisted the key and unlocked the basement doors. The castle basement was cold and at some parts covered in water. Sloshing through the foot of water on the floor, Mario found another painting hanging on the wall depicting a red fireball with a devilish smirk. Mario touched the painting surface yet again and knew that it was the entrance to another new world. Knowing he needed more power stars, Mario jumped into the painting. Mario fell into the new world, landing on a stone path. He immediately felt the heat as it was immense. The sweat formed fast on his brow as he wiped it away. Deep red lava covered the land and only random structures standing above it remained. Mario did not know where to go, so began to walk forward, traveling across mismatched paths. To his right, Mario saw the back of what looked like a bomb. He walked over, hoping to get answers, and quickly noticed the green horns protruding from the top of the black sphere. It quickly turned, its eyes narrow and angry. The bully, as they were called in this world, charged at Mario, knocking him back close to the edge where the boiling lava waited for him. Preparing itself to charge again, the bully wound up and ran forward. Quickly, Mario got on his feet. He jumped over the bully, turned, and punched it off the edge. The bully grunted as it fell into the lava, quickly disintegrating and leaving no trace behind. Mario stared down at the lava where the bully had landed, his lungs pushing and pulling air as he tried to catch his breath. In the distance, Mario noticed someone who might have a power star that he's looking for. On a large square platform, resting on top of the molten lava below, stood a massive bully. Its eyes, narrow and angry, stared at Mario. Mario stared back for a few moments before running towards it. Running across moving platforms and dodging more lava, Mario finally made it to the large platform where the bully waited him. It was enormous, considerably larger than the first bully Mario ran into. It charged at Mario as the plumber barely managed to jump to the side. The bully turned back around its massive green horns ready to pierce through the plumber. Even though the bully was huge, it was also fast. Quickly, the bully turned and charged again at Mario. Unable to jump away in time, the bully slammed into Mario and sent him flying into the sky. He landed hard and the bully stopped to chuckle at the struggling plumber. (laughs) 
Vardis stood up and tried to think of any plan that he could. He knew he couldn't outrun it. He was weak and hurt. One more slam, and he would likely land in the lava waiting for him. There was only one thing he could do. Wanting to end the fight, the massive bully charged again, its eyes fixated on Mario and the lava behind him. Mario prepared, bending his knees, clenching his fist, and breathing in deep the hot air surrounding him. As the bully moved in closer, Mario took his fist and punched it into the bully's face. The bully's eyes widened as it was pushed back by Mario's fist. One punch after another, Mario forced the bully back as a massive black-sphered creature couldn't get its footing. Making it to the edge of the square platform, the bully desperately tried to stay on as Mario's fist landed hard one last time. Into the lava, the bully went as it watched Mario standing above it. Quickly, like the small bully before it, it melted away and left nothing behind, except for one priceless object. Jumping from the lava and gracefully floating onto the square platform, waited a golden power star. A smile came across Mario's sweaty face as he swiftly dashed to the star, jumping and grabbing it. One step closer, Mario said to himself, and warped back to the castle. Jumping out of the painting of the lava world, Mario landed again in the basement of the castle. To his right led a corridor. As he traveled to it, Mario realized that there was nothing but a dead end. Confused, Mario walked over, hoping to find some kind of sign as to where to go. He touched the wall of the dead end, and it rippled like the paintings he had been traveling to since he arrived at the castle. Confused, Mario pushed his hand into the wall as he began to enter inside into another new world. Again, falling from the sky, Mario landed on a pile of sand. All around him, giant hills of sand surrounded him. Off in the distance was a pyramid, and various creatures not happy to see that he had come. As Mario ventured through the desert world, up in the sky, he saw a massive bird flying through the air. It looked mean and angry, but held something in its claws, a golden power star. Mario knew what he had to do. Dodging quicksand, dodging various creatures and quicksand alike, Mario made it to one of four obelisks protruding from the desert sands. Mario ran up the obelisk, waiting on top for the bird to come and his chance to get its power star. 
Off in the distance, the bird turned, noticing Mario waiting for it. Its eyes narrow, knowing what the plumber wanted. It charged at Mario, soaring through the sky and coming down on the plumber hard. Mario fell back, surprised he couldn't stop the bird. Landing into the sand below, half of his body buried in the sand, the plumber struggled to get out. Digging himself from his sandy entrapment, Mario ran up the obelisk again and waited. One good kick, and he knew he could get that vulture. The bird, noticing Mario again, became irritated and flew fast at the plumber waiting for him. Mario stared at the vulture and threw his foot up, landing it square into the vulture's beak. The vulture cried out in pain as it fell to the sands below. Loosening its grip, the star flew from the vulture's grasp and landed on the sandy dunes below. Mario jumped down from the obelisk, again burying himself in the sand, but quickly dug himself out and grabbed the star. Leaving the desert world behind, Mario explored a few other worlds in the basement of the castle, collecting enough power stars to face his adversary once again. Heading back to the basement doors, Mario found and unlocked another large wooden door with a power star painted on it. Behind the door was a single hole in the ground. Taking a deep breath, Mario jumped down. Landing on a stone platform, Mario realized he was in yet another world covered in lava. He sighed, not enjoying the intense heat burning his lungs. Mario followed the path in front of him, jumping on a cage, resting in the lava. He rode the cage across the deadly liquid and continued to travel up winding platforms that took him higher and higher into the air. The black sphered bullies littered the platforms trying desperately to push Mario into the red lava below. Successfully punching them off the edges one by one, Mario could not be stopped. He can feel his encounter with Bowser coming closer and closer, along with his chance to save the princess with it. As he made it to the end of the platforms, a single bridge separated him from his fight with Bowser. As Mario ran across the bridge, it began to fall behind him, with nothing under it but the lava resting below. Mario picked up his pace, dashing across the bridge and barely making it to the other side. With all that's left in front of him being a large green funnel, Mario jumped in. As he landed, Mario realized he was on yet another circular platform similar to the one that he had faced off on with Bowser during their first encounter. Like before, bombs rested on the edges of the platform, evenly spaced out. The sky was a deep red mixed with a beautiful orange, leaving Mario feeling uneasy. Heavy footsteps approached Mario from behind as he turned to see his nemesis again, Bowser, 
smiling at him. me again, are you, Mario? Can't you see I have a merry little time making mischief with my minions? Now, return those stars. My troops in the walls need them. Mario didn't waste a second, quickly trying to run behind Bowser to grab his tail as he once did before. Bowser turned to Mario, spraying fire right behind the plumber's heels. Mario jumped, grabbing the massive tail firmly with both hands. Bowser's eyes widened as again the plumber spun him around, trying desperately to throw the lizard into a bomb. Letting his tail go, Bowser flew through the air, but missed the bomb Mario had been aiming for. As Bowser fell, everything became quiet. Mario waited, knowing that the massive lizard was not done yet. Suddenly, jumping high into the sky, the dastardly dinosaur landed on the platform, causing it to tilt completely vertical. Mario ran desperately up the platform, trying to stay on, before losing his traction and falling down. Mario grasped for anything he could to stop his fall, but no luck could be had. As he fell closer and closer to the lava pit below, to his fortune, the platform rose back up, straightening out horizontal again. Mario barely stayed on. Bowser, furious, charged at the plumber, hoping to knock him off and end him in the lava below. Unfortunately for him, Mario jumped to his right, avoiding the charge and barely staying on. Mario yet sidestepped again and jumped headfirst for the monster's tail. Being able to grab it and, with a bomb just a few feet away, Mario spun the dinosaur against his will, letting go of his tail and threw him directly into the bomb resting at the edge of the circular platform in front of him. An explosion shot out as Bowser flew back, landing on his spiked shell yet again. Can it be that I lost? The power of the stars have failed me this time. Consider this a draw. Next time, I'll be in perfect condition. Now, if you want to see your precious princess, come the top of the tower. I'll be waiting. Mario knew what Bowser was going to try to do and sprinted towards the fleeing dinosaur. Bowser's body twisted and turned, lifting into the air and vanishing once again as he had before. Mario collapsed to his knees and punched the ground in anger. He let his enemy get away, yet again. As Mario wallowed in what he felt 
like his defeat. The sound of a metal object fell to the ground in front of him. Looking up, Mario saw yet another golden key left behind by Bowser. The red-hatted plumber stood up and grabbed the key. He could feel it. The next time would be the last time. The last chance to defeat Bowser and save those he cared about. With his conviction strong again, Mario smiled and threw out yet another peace sign before warping back to the castle. Thank you for listening to part two of Super Mario 64. I hope you enjoyed the story. But more importantly, hope you are having a nice, restful sleep. We will see you in the next episode. Good night.